Hello. I am here. Hello. Yay. Hello, hello. We made the connection, girl. We did it. Yes, yes, yes. Two anchor podcasters. Yes. Pushing buttons left and right. Right. Something's going to work out. Yes, 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 yes. How are you? I want to thank you for just coming on here to Martha's Place. It's been a while since you've been here and I'm just grateful and thankful that you are here and talking about um, today on Wellness Wednesday here on Martha's Place, we talked about uh, such a serious, um, compassionate, enduring subject that I learned from you the other day that uh, is a well of information that I want to share with others. And um, first, I want you to introduce who you are and um, introduce the topic. I want you to tell everyone this serious and important, valuable topic. Yes. Okay. So hello, everybody. Thank you so very much for being here. Such a gift of your time, really and truly. Pushing that button and trusting Martha to have beautiful content on her on her show here. It's always such a blessing to stop by. I am Maria, and I'm the host of the Strong Body, Strong Soul show. Um, it's a podcast, but I started off as a YouTuber and then I figured out it was a little easier to do podcasting, um, to get my voice out there, to help raise awareness about so many different things. But the name of my show, as it suggests, is that connection between your body and your soul. And I think we forget how valuable we are. The thing that Martha and I are going to talk about today is addiction. Okay, we're going to be talking a little bit about the 12-step program, a little bit about compassion, a little bit about not judging people. The idea that my scars are bigger than your scars. Getting rid of that energy. The other day when you and I spoke, it, it just, the resignation of knowing that people are experiencing such difficulties in their life. And it was, it was so profound that I knew I had to have you on of me just learning about this 12 step program. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I've had friends who have experienced certain situations in life and that's one of them, but never went into depth with them. And just us just talking about it, it just was just like, wow, especially with a year that we had of COVID and um, just overcoming that, just knowing that people are experiencing things and people are hurting. Absolutely. And, and knowing that someone like you who reaches out to people and know people who are experienced these type of programs it's important. So mm -hmm. um, if you can just explain in depth, what is the 12-step program and how does it affect people's lives? Well, I have a history throughout my lifetime and my relationships with other people, I will just say, where I've been exposed to a lot of um, 
12-step program, addiction type of uh, behavior, and the way that it can change lives is absolutely miraculous. It really is. And I think that it's important to note that it is an anonymous program. So while I am speaking about the logistics of it, I'm going to be really intentional about the language that I use so that I don't breach anybody else's privacy, right? Yes. So that's really important to note. I also want to just be really upfront that I myself am not currently active in a 12-step program situation personally, but the things that I'm going to be talking about right now are based on my experience and my ongoing um, experience with it and interaction with people in my life and the gifts. I mean, I, I went to a meeting last week mm-hmm. with a dear friend right? and I haven't been to a meeting in a very long time. And the reason Martha and I were kind of talking about it is because, <laughs> because I opened a room in the clubhouse app. Right. <laughs> okay. Now you guys, just so you understand Bill W. That is the name of the person that developed Alcoholics Anonymous. Okay. He started with Alcoholics Anonymous. It's the 12 step program. He has been gone. He died several years ago, but his book, it's called the big book. It's, um, he's the author of it and they use it as a guide in all of the meetings and all of the programs that are 12 step related. So anybody in any type of 12 step program, and I'll get into how many kinds of programs there are in just a minute, but anybody out there is going to recognize that name, Bill W. And one of the things that I talk about often on Clubhouse, and Martha and I just did a room a little while ago. We've been consistent about helping share how to host rooms there. One of the things is make your titles appropriate to the content that you're sharing. So the title of my room is Friends of Bill W., an affirmation. So anybody on the Clubhouse app is going to see the title. A lot of people are going to be like, who the hell is Bill W.? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Right? And a lot of people are going to be do a double take, be like, what? A lot of people, I think, especially in this pandemic time period, of course, have not been able to get to a meeting. So that's what captivated me, Maria, because I was just like, Bill W. And then when I said, who's Bill W? And it just, it was like, almost you just opened up a wealth of sweetness of information that you know like I said I wasn't aware of it you know and um you know that's why it just intrigued me yeah the wealth of knowledge that you had on it yes so that's why I'm so excited to have this conversation with you because my voice like we're always talking about Martha our voices are a gift we don't know who's meant to hear us right It's okay. We're not on him. I think the most important thing to remember in anything that you're doing in your life, and it's particularly difficult for podcasters to hear, is (laughs) 
everyone is not supposed to hear your voice. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, and that's why, but oftentimes the subject matter that we're talking about is just a little bit of an opening of a door, a little window into, yes, into a world that you may not have even known existed. Right. When you become exactly. a parent, all of a sudden you're at playdates in a park and you're like, what the heck is a playdate? And, you know, you get a dog and you, whatever the case may be, you find a whole community of people that share a common denominator, a common issue. And maybe that issue is that you have someone in your life that has a problem. It doesn't mean you necessarily have to have a problem to know about the problem. I agree. And and that's where it goes into the whole conversation. And we can get to that in a bit about not comparing yourself to other people, you know? So friends of Bill W, that is a red flag out there to people in any kind of 12 step program that I'm talking about you guys, that I'm talking about 12 step stuff. I have a little affirmation book here that I read from quite often. And it's based on um, the principles of the 12-step program. It's it's, um, each day a new beginning kind of thing. It's based on on the 12-step ideas. But as with so much, whether it's religion, spirituality, whatever it may be, the energy that's at the core of everything, it runs the gamut. So I'm going to start reading this affirmation book into um, my show and talk about it more on Clubhouse because I think it's it's important to remind people that it's out there. It's important to remind people, I think, that might have forgotten. Maybe they did go to AA meetings 10 years ago and then they kind of shoved it to the side. Mm-hmm. And now with the pandemic, maybe they're drinking again. Exactly. And I think that's where you have to be really intentional about, you know, letting people know that they aren't alone. Yes. <laughs> yes. So crucially a point because we don't know what people are experiencing in their lives. Right. And what, especially in this time, especially in this time period, especially over the past year, you know, we don't know. And because people may feel they're alone and that's, you know, once again, it becomes that coping mechanism to escape the reality of, I don't want to have to deal with this. Yes. Yes. That's why it's so crucially important. And that's why when I saw it and I asked you, it just resonated with me so much because, and these days and times people escape and you said, you said something so vitally important it all comes from purpose and yes. what we are doing and purposeful in our life. Yes. That was so on point. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I think that when we're talking about, you know, why addiction begins at all, so many people have, you know, different perspectives on that, whether it is in their DNA, whether it's a choice of oh, this person on the street homeless, alcoholic, it's their own fault. 
No. No, it is not. It can happen to anyone. Anyone. And I don't, I think sometimes groups of people feel like they have a monopoly on it. Oh, we are in that group and other people can't understand because you don't look like me. You don't share Definitely. the same experience. I, I think it, it can be like a club that is um, really particular with who the membership is. Um, but the 12-step program is, is really amazing. It has a lot of spiritual connection to it. Many of the teachings, the first thing is um, admitting that there is a power greater than yourself. It's your higher power, your source, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. When I'm teaching meditation, I use that kind of language all of the time. And it is, it's that humility, like you just said, you know, we come to places with humility, knowing that we don't have all the answers, whether you call it God or not. Oddly enough, well, there's a movement in the 12 step kind of community right now. There are a lot of atheists there Mm. and they don't like, you know, there there's this conversation going on about that higher power idea because they can still get the benefits of the program without having to associate it with a God and you know everybody's different uh, you know everybody processes has different inspirations and different uh different things that work whatever works for you i really appreciate you martha for inviting me here on this show because i truly believe that audio is one of our most powerful gifts and obviously through podcasting being able to record this conversation is amazing we do not know where our voices are going to reach. We are not going to be posting this in the DMs of everybody, trying to send them, listen to us, listen to us. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) that's the worst thing you can do. You know, you hunt someone down, your best friend who's drinking too much. Mm. Wow. You don't follow them around and say, you got to try the 12 step. You got to try, you know, just, you have to let them, hit rock bottom, you need to allow for your podcast, for your post, for whatever you're putting out there into the world, you need to trust that it's going to get to the right souls at the right time. You know, my perspective on, on everything, Maria, is like each one, each one. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I've always had that um, mindset of, if you just reach one person and you can change that one person's life, mm-hmm. then you can change a generation. Mm-hmm. Because touching people's life, the power of your words is so essential. Yes. You have to speak life. You have to speak an encouragement and empowerment to allow people um, to ex- you know the experiences in life to to help them evolve. Yes, yes, yes. And, and no matter you just touched upon something is you know 
when we look at people who are living on the street, no one is better than anyone. Absolutely. You know, we mm-hmm. are all here by grace. Mm-hmm. And no matter how you reach another person's life, it I always feel you try to make an impact. You never downgrade anybody. That's right. Because, you know, I look at it this way. People who experience certain situations in life, um, some of them are doctors, some of them are lawyers. We don't know what people have gone through to get them where they are. We can only try to assist them to get them back to a healthy place. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think it's really important not to identify those people with their problem. Exactly. This isn't my friend, the heroin addict. Exactly. This this isn't my friend with MS that's in a wheelchair. Yes. This is my friend. That's all. And then you work from there. And I, I think that that's where righteousness comes in. And we need to watch our own egos. Totally agree. Because I, I was just listening to Ram Das. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's a spiritual teacher. He died a few years ago. But he has amazing insights. And he's really funny, too. I kind of like him. <laughs> I didn't realize how funny he was until recently. But, um, <laughs> but he was, he, he's talking about getting lost and overtaken by that energy of doing good. I'm going to go help people. Right. I am going to go help them. And I'm going to go help all those poor people Mm. who are on the streets. They are different than me. They are different. I have power (laughs) to help them. That is a far different energy than God is allowing me the time to share my voice. Yes. And it's a gift. And I don't know where it's supposed to go. Exactly everything that you just said, Martha, no one's better than me. All that kind of stuff is so important. But um, uh, let me just, uh, you know, so righteousness can come into it. I think also um, judgment of, um, judgment creates fear when we judge other people, it's because we're afraid of being judged ourselves. Mm-hmm. So it stops us from sharing because we think other people are going to look at us strange. That is the beauty of the anonymity, by the way, of the 12-step program, because you are in a safe environment environment where no one is judging you. Now, even within the 12-step program, there are lots of different categories of addiction. So we have Alcoholics Anonymous. We have Overeaters Anonymous. We have Narcotics Anonymous. We have Debtors Anonymous. We have Sex Addicts Anonymous. Um, All sorts of different topics and all sorts of different problems where we may be embarrassed to admit. And all of those things Right now, when I when I heard years ago about sex addicts and on, I kind of giggled because I'm like, sex. You know what? It happens. It happens. And it, it ruins people's lives. It ruins people's lives. Yes. <laughs> Everybody has their thing. Yes. And yes. You, you may not think 
you know, you say, well, isn't that part of life? Yeah, but it can ruin lives. Absolutely. <laughs> Just like anything else. Yes. When that one thing becomes so important that you're willing to waive every other aspect of your life, any, anything, whether it's alcohol or, or heroin, whatever the case may be. Um, there's also something called you guys, ACA, which is adult children of alcoholics. Now, even if your parents died and haven't been here for years, if you are 60 years old out there, you may find some value in an ACA community where other people will understand as well how your parents treated you when they were drinking, wow. how, how you were taught to interact with your own siblings, how maybe you were the protector of your mom because she would like be found in the bushes drunk in the mornings, whatever the case may be. However, you had to step up earlier in your life, codependency is a huge topic, you know? I mean, as a parent, being a parent of a child with a serious addiction, you have to, you have, to have community to give you the courage to walk away and let them reach their bottom. Otherwise, you're going to end up hopping them around from rehab to rehab and they're never going to get better. It's tough stuff. Maria, I find it, I find that one very interesting. It just goes to show you, um, which I think that program, the, the one supporting children, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't think people realize how much they affect children's life. Right. And yep. how children really are paying attention and then they grow up. Mm-hmm. you know continuing the cycle yeah and and that's where you where you have to break that generation you know yes episodes in life where you can say no i i'm not going to do the same thing my parents did that's yes. phenomenal that's that that's phenomenal that they had <clears throat> okay i'm gonna go deep for a minute are you ready oh <laughs> uh, when i was a little girl my mom and dad owned a restaurant and it had a bar and my dad was the best bartender. He would make the best margaritas with this avocado honey in it. And he was famous and he would drink a lot and he was a very happy drunk. My dad was, and I remember him specifically introducing me to his friends and saying, don't I make beautiful babies? Wow. <laughs> and, and he's complimenting me. And at the same time, I'm old enough to realize he's drunk. So I don't believe him when he says I'm beautiful. Wow. Wow. It's because he's drunk he's saying that. Wow. And he would be especially complimentary when he was drinking. Hmm. 
And so it just, you know, your kids years later, I still remember that comment that he would make in that kind of a situation. And it undermines what you're telling your kids. And there are different degrees. I mean, everybody has their different styles of parenting, you know. Some people are getting the keg for their 16-year-old's party at home. You know, they feel safer because the kids are drinking in their own house. Mm. They want to be the cool parents. Wow. And sadly, if you have four kids, you don't know which one of them is going to perhaps go off the deep end. Right. Right. It might seem fun, but you just don't know. Don't get caught up in the moment. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because you can't affect your children's life in the long run. Yeah. 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 Especially right now. I mean, with the pandemic, I mean... People are feeling really isolated, exactly. stuck at home. Nobody's, exactly. You know, everybody's talking about checking uh, COVID vaccination cards. But I bet, well, I mean, the bars aren't even open. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm sure kids are finding a way to drink and do drugs and whatever. Right. Um, the most important thing though, I think when we're talking about all of this and I'm going to go back to sex because it is my favorite subject. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're talking about my son just started college. Okay. So we went to this presentation where they were talking about drugs and alcohol and sex at parties. Right. And obviously we all know about peer pressure. But there's this idea that our society has instilled in us, the whole idea of FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. You enter a party and you look around and all you see are all of those red party cups from the keg, right? Mm. You're assuming that everyone at the party is drinking And they're all drinking more than you. So you have to keep up. Wow. It's this pressure that you put on yourself. Half the kids in the room, I'm not even kidding you. When we're talking about college drinking and such, there are a lot of people at that party with those red party cups that have kombucha in them. There are are some kids there with non-alcohol drinks but you don't notice those right right because you think you're supposed to drink right you're supposed to do that you're supposed to have sex right right you're a weirdo if you get to age 20 and you're still a virgin something's wrong with you and it's and it is sad because you know young people feel like you said the peer pressure of you know, they, they, they want to feel included. People don't mm-hmm. want to, people don't want to stand alone. They want to be included. They want to be loved. They want to be liked. Yep. And this is where um, co- constant communication, I believe, also with parents and what good people that you feel like you know you can trust, 
Yes. And and know to say, you know, no, I don't I don't care what you think about me. I know who I am. And I really mm-hmm. believe that's so crucially important. Yes. And just like we were talking the other day about why people why people go into addictive behaviors and a lot of it stems from their lack of self-worth. Yes. And so I think as a parent, as a teacher, um it's important to instill that into the kids. It's their own self-worth. And I say that because it's really, it's a fine line to walk. You know, as a parent, if we're talking about sex, I don't want to traumatize my kids. Right. Uh, right? And I want, the, I want them to have sex. You know, I, I want them to enjoy their sexuality. I want them to find partners that will honor them. And they'll share that unbelievable joy that's part of their sexual life, of course. But I want them to respect their bodies and I want to have them have self-respect in it. Never, ever do I want them to do anything because they think other people expect it of them. That is the problem. That's the problem. That's the problem. Yes. That is you so know, valid. And it goes in either in either direction, too, if we're talking about, you know, sexual assault and stuff like that. You know, obviously there are, um, you know, alarms on the college campus, right, that you can pull in the middle of the night if somebody attacks you. You can run to that safety and pull that thing and the police will come, right? There's, there are always two of those within your eyesight at most college campuses. That's a wonderful thing, of course. But when we're having that conversation about safety on college campuses, oftentimes we're talking about the girls. The girls need to go get help. Huh. Yes. And we forget. And think about the, the, the Yes. Guys. Yes. That's true. Hello. <laughs> Hello. And I'm here to tell you, I mean, my son is six, four, he's a big guy, but, and for him, he may not get attacked, but my number one thing that I told him going to school is to make sure somebody knows where he is is at at all all times. times. Yes. Yes. Because if he's walking by himself at two o'clock in the morning and somebody is raped in the park that he passes by, he might get blamed. Yes. That's important too. It's, and it's the same scenario even here as adults too, because, you yes. know, things happen, Maria. <laughs> like, yes. You know, it's so crucially important. I, and it is so true. You know, they always say, you know, the young ladies, but young men can yep. get attacked too. Yes. Things yes. happen. I yes. mean, you know, like you said, your son is tall and, you know, but at the same time, it you have to let people know where you are because yeah. you never want to be put, your, put yourself in a situation. Right. You want to be safe <clears throat> and, right. you know, you want to, and that's, that's letting people know where you are because you, you're avoiding any confusion or, you know, something occurring. Yes. And you want people just to know, oh, they okay, you know. 
<laughs> well, and, and we're getting off topic, but I want to go back to what you said a, a few minutes ago about finding safe people to be around when we're talking about sexual assault and such too. Sometimes the women are not the safe people. In our area, there, seriously, there was a woman that had a van and she would go around to the local middle schools My and God. pick up boys and drug them and take them to a hotel. My God. Now, getting back to the to the whole idea of addiction and lack of self-worth, maybe, maybe that lady had some problem in her history. Yes. Obviously, she has yes. some issue with sex. Yes. You know, it's completely morphed into something really ugly. Yes. Exactly. But there you have it. Maybe she needed to find Bill W. <laughs> yes. to so get true. back to the conference i don't know i don't so know true. so too or a lot of times people don't even want to address the issue too yes yes and 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 they don't want anyone to know they don't even want themselves they want to they want to hide it from themselves and that's where self-awareness comes in and that's where meditation and prayer and being quiet and listening comes in because you need to be honest with yourself Nobody cares. Hmm. Nobody's going to tell you what to do. You need to figure it out. You and God, you and your higher self, your higher power, divine spirit, whatever you want to call it. You need to be quiet and listen. Right. And you need to do, need to be aware of your own behavior. No matter what it is. I mean, even, I mean, it seems to me like the debtors anonymous, I mean, people can go bankrupt for sure. People can end marriages. Money is one of the number one problems in marriages, of course. Um, but to ignore it, you know, debtors anonymous may be a place that some of your listeners here may want to look into. I don't know. Right. Maybe us just mentioning such a thing. Who would have right. even thought that such a thing existed? You know, especially right now with the internet, with people going crazy on Amazon Prime and everything, it's, a, it's <laughs> right. an overspending. It's an overspending issue. And it's, it's a feeling of lack. And it's a feeling of not being balanced. And if, you know, I talk about chakra energy, but we're talking about being grounded and secure, feelings of security. When you feel like everything is out of balance, you start to spend. Money goes through your fingers like nobody's business. Right. Right. And that's a problem. Once again, Especially just another coping mechanism that people... Yeah, um, have to address because everybody has their issues that they just need to address. Yes, yes, and those you know, hoarding things, you know, ordering five different types of podcasting microphone and forgetting to return it. <laughs> <laughs> I would never do such a thing, um, <laughs> but <laughs> but you know, we all have our different things and. And when you're talking about other people, you're talking about addiction, you're talking about helping people, we all have weaknesses. Yes. Nobody's perfect. And like we talk about so often, Martha, it's like you don't want to listen to people that are telling you exactly what to do and how to do it. There's a right. problem there. You know, but 
One of the most beautiful things about the 12-step programs, by the way, is that you have a sponsor. You must get a sponsor when you enter any of these programs. That means that you find one person that you trust and you can talk to one-on-one outside of the meetings. And they will help you be accountable to your own growth. And it's important when you get into 12-step programs, I think that I am not sure. I think everybody needs to at some point offer their services as a sponsor because being a sponsor for someone else is a beautiful thing too. It helps you in your own growth journey and accountability as well. And, you know, a 25 year old heroin addict who's in recovery, even for like a year, can be a sponsor for a 75-year-old alcoholic. You can learn from people of varying ages and varying problems. It doesn't matter when you all come when it all comes down to it. So we can talk another time about, you know, what the 12 steps are because they're kind of fascinating. Um and sometimes we don't realize that some of the 12-step program things are very similar to, you know, like the Ten Commandments or things in, in other kind of practices. Truth right. comes through. Truth from God comes through in so many different voices. I, I think, too, Maria, people have to, and this was what I'm learning for myself, too, just being able to surrender, mm-hmm. surrendering of yourself and knowing that, you know, we are, we are all broken in different ways of our life. And if we address our brokenness and admitting it instead of letting pride get in the way so we can become whole, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong to say, to yourself I need help right right (laughs) we all need help in something yes and we may never be fixed your cracks are going to always be with you right depending on what it is I think sometimes it's important to change our perspective in that I have a problem my personality Maybe it's, I I consider it a defect of some sort or whatever it may be, but I am aware of it and I change my actions based on that knowledge. Exactly. 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 And that's, that's what it all comes down to. Are you willing to change and surrender and make that choice? Yes. Because all of us have a choice. All of us are given free will. All of us have the ability to say, okay, what direction do I want to have my life in? Do I want to continue spiraling out of control or do I want to grasp a hold of what needs to be fixed and take that, like you said, and learn from it. Mm -hmm. Let's learn from it. Um, Martha, I just have to say, you know, every time that you and I have a conversation, 
It always goes in such beautiful and surprising directions, but always comes down to the love that we're sharing. And it always, it just occurred to me, you know, I want to just, for all your listeners out here, I want you to just think about the kinds of podcasts that you like to listen to. And I want to just put that thought in your head because Martha and I speak the same language. We're learning from each other all of the time. The information is different. We each offer a different uh, perspective, but the core is very similar. And what we are talking about, the kinds of conversations we have are the types of conversations we like to listen to because we know that we don't know everything. Now, Some people enjoy podcasts or relationships with people where there is a lot of discord. They don't find it interesting unless people are arguing. So I just want you to think about that, about the kind of content that you consume in your life and think about what's going to help you raise your vibration of positive energy in this world. We can all make a difference. Yes. All of us. And that's what it's about. Yes. That's what what it comes down to that. What change do I want to make in this world to, to help somebody, to bless somebody, to acknowledge that life will continues, you know, and, it must continue in, like you said, the positivity, you know, yeah. and, and knowing that, you know, God is faithful, you know, he really is. And yeah, you, you have to be grateful and thankful for everything. You know, the littlest things that we have, we have to remind ourselves on a daily basis. You know, there's somebody that really is worse off than I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you think about these things, you encourage each other. You encourage me, Maria, and I appreciate who you are and what you say to say, okay, let's do something to get our voice out there, Martha. You know? Yeah. And yes. that, makes, that makes a difference. Iron sharpens iron. And if you're around people that's going to encourage you and empower you, and, you know, I'm all about listening to things that's going to encourage me and get me to the next level because yes. I need to learn every day. I need to die daily every day. You know? Exactly. 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 <laughs> myself because yes. you have to be able to, to be a willing vessel so you can be teachable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. 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 And, and surround yourself with people and content and information that's going to lift you up. You know, and that doesn't mean surrounding yourself with people that agree with everything you say. Right. But it, exactly. it's a matter of respect and the exactly. ability to learn and the ability to put yourself in their shoes. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm telling yeah. you, once again, is I'm going to have you back on. And we're going to go in more in depth into... Um, you know, Bill W 12-step program. I want to thank you for making the time in your day just to come here and mark this place on Wellness Wednesday and our connection of just knowing that we are here to empower each other, encourage each other, and 
you will be back soon. <laughs> oh, I so appreciate the invitation, Martha. And for anybody who's listening out there, if you are on the Clubhouse app, Martha and I have been joining together on different little rooms in there where we can have conversation like this one, but we can invite you guys to join the conversation and share your insights as well. It's kind of amazing the way the Clubhouse app works. It's not recorded, so it's all live. So um, you're welcome to join us over there if you like. Um, Also on Facebook. Um, I've been trying to share some of what I've been doing, some of my work onto Facebook, where I find it easier to interact with people, whether it's about podcasting or meditation or a variety of topics. Um, Yeah, you can find me on Facebook, too. So thank you, guys. I appreciate you, Maria. And till we speak again shortly, very soon. All right. All right. Thank you, Martha. I love you. I love you too. Take all the best to you as always. Okay. Bye everybody. Thanks for listening. Okay. Take care, Maria.